Stick around, we got a lot more in store, but first it's time for the Way Black History Fact. So we have to move on. Um, today's Way Black History Fact is sponsored by Underground Beach Club from the streets to the beach. For the latest in beachwear, visit undergroundbeachclub.com. All right, we're shouting out Vermont. We're shouting out Vermont. We're shouting out Vermont. Please tell me why. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. Long before Vermont became our 14th state, its people were known for their independence. They were not excited about joining the new United States, nor did they want to remain part of the British crown. They liked being independent and made that clear to the other colonies on more than one occasion. Such an opportunity came on July 2nd, 1777. In response to abolitionist calls across the colonies to end slavery, Vermont became the first colony to ban it outright. Not only did Vermont's legislature agree that to abolish slavery entirely, it also moved to provide full voting rights for African-American males. On November 25th, 1858, Vermont would again underscore this commitment by ratifying a stronger anti-slavery law into its constitution. Now, this is a slow story, but they were working on it. Vermont's July 2nd, 1777 action was undoubtedly a historic event. The proclamation underscored the growing discontent many had with slavery and the slave trade, particularly in the colonies of of the North, where the Quaker-led abolitionist movements were taking root. Earlier in 1777, New England area, area colonies, Rhode Island and Connecticut, had outward overseas slave import, sorry, outlawed overseas slave importation, but still allowed intercolony slave trade. Regardless of the good legal intentions of New England legislators, black Americans continued to be treated with disdain and cruelty in the North. While Vermont Rhode Island and Connecticut abolitionists achieved laudable goals. Each state created legal structures, making it difficult for free blacks to find work on property or even remain in the state. Rhode Island, while legally ending slave importation from overseas, continued to have the highest number of slave auctions in the New England states. Additionally, Rhode Island's laws governing the treatment of African-Americans, free or slave, were continually revised and updated and were among the harshest in the colonies. If free blacks associated with slaves they could both be whipped. Anyone giving an African-American a cup of hard cider was leveled with a he- levied, leveled sorry, with a heavy fine, whipped or both. Vermont's July 1777 declaration was not entirely altruistic either. While it did set an independent tone from the 13 colonies, the declaration's wording was vague enough to let Vermont's already established slavery practices continue. Now, um, I want to say this. Shout out to Vermont for being first. Didn't get it all the way right, but did something where no other states were doing it. And having been to Vermont, being carried on two radio stations in Vermont. I want to take a moment to shout out Wool, Wool 91.5 FM and WFVR 96.5 FM. Both of them carrying this show that you're hearing right now. Um, having been to Vermont, I have seen how the people in Vermont still kind of embody this humanistic approach to politics, human first, um, love first, empathy first sort of approach. I I wanna share this. I drove through this place and never anywhere else before or since have I seen more signs. I know there's not a lot of black people there, but signs talking about Um, supporting black people, supporting trans people, supporting marginalized people. I couldn't imagine a lot of people like that live there, but there's a place that is as close to heaven as I've seen in this country. And I call it Vermont. And I have, I have another person who witnessed it alongside me. And so shout out to Vermont. That's an example of becoming a better ally.